0: Uh, we're jumping right into it because we had to kind of hold ourselves back from talking about it before we even got started, so we're, today we're yeah. talking about The Island.
1: Yeah, not as in like an island, but the movie The Island, for anyone who was unaware.
0: Yeah, this is. A, so I had never heard of this one last week, PK had never heard of Minority Report before, but this
1: one is new to me, so I had to look it, it up. It was new to me as well. I, I was um I heard about it, and I heard good things about it. Who told like, oh, really? you the good things? I'm just curious. <laughs> 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 well, it was um, my brother-in-law. Okay, okay, that's fine. But, uh, you know, we yeah.
0: don't we don't have to. We don't we don't get we don't love people based on their taste in films. Thankfully, you exactly. Know? We exactly. love them for other reasons.
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we do, but. Um, yeah, I'd also just heard in general, like, oh, it's interesting. It's pretty cool. And so... I will give um, it that the first, like, the first part of the f- movie or the first
0: act is, like, not that bad. Like, it's kind of interesting. And then yeah. it immediately... Like, I'm not saying it's great. I'm not saying it's great. But I'm just saying, like, it could have been... It leads... Like, the the rest of the movie is definitely worse, in my opinion. The, the action, the Michael Bay-esque action...
1: Yeah. When did it take a turn for the for the you? I think it was, you? like,
0: when they're escaping is kind of, like, the moment where it all sort of starts to fall apart a little bit. And even then, it maybe could have been salvageable, but, like, pretty... When
1: they follow the moth, because moths know the way to the outside.
0: Yeah. It, so, it's an interesting... I guess I'll try and, like, cover it in the order, so that way, like, maybe the audience can have... If you've never seen this movie, you can have maybe a similar experience. Yeah. I The did. concept
1: is really cool. The concept of the movie is really cool and very interesting. That's why like, it um, could
0: have been done so much better. I'm curious, I guess I didn't look up, like, so did how did this movie get made? Like, did um, Michael Bay, like, was this adapted from... Part of the reason I didn't look it up is because I have a, sort of a theory that I almost don't want to ruin by actually like, finding <laughs> oh. something useful. Oh, I'm
1: curious now. So,
0: the island um... Well, it's okay, so it's written by Caspian Treadwell Owen, who I've never heard of before, Alex Kurtzman, who I have heard of before, and Robert Orchie. Okay, so Alex Kurtzman is kind of. I mean, he's not like known for being a great screenwriter (laughs) exactly. I mean, he writes for. That was.
1: That was the my biggest complaint. I think with this movie was the screenwriting and the dialogue. Yeah, and then just did not work. Yeah,
0: and then also I don't I don't like Michael Bay's style of action. Like he can that do too. he can do some visually impressive things, but even that is kind of lacking in this movie. I feel
1: like the ending the ending had some cool shots in it. Yeah. Um. the The two biggest pluses for me for the uh, the movie was the um. What was I just saying? Oh, the the concept is pretty interesting, and then which is, isn't really a compliment, but I'm including it as a compliment. Uh-huh. And then there's like a line of dialogue at the very end, which I won't spoil. <laughs> I actually thought was pretty good. Okay, maybe um,
0: maybe off uh, off the show, you can tell me what that was. Yeah, but yeah, I um, yeah, I mean, I guess I'll agree. I'll say that the concept was like in the hands of a better director and a better writing team, this could have been a pretty solid movie um i think you'd have to structurally change a lot i think you could leave a decent amount of the beginning intact but like i think the way in which they resolve the problem is kind of stupid i'm reminded of um a quote that kind of applies to a lot of michael bay movies um mm. it, it's from the foundation trilogy all right let me pull it up so that way i get it exactly right yeah this is interesting Um, violence is the last refuge of the incompetent. Um, (laughs) (laughs) except I feel like in Michael Bay talk, it's like it's his first go to, because that's I feel like the problem is like, it's an interesting thing. And then it's like, how do we solve the problem? It's like through really bad action sequences that don't really fit with our characters or the story. Like that's how we solve the problem is through violence and it's like, you can still yeah. have some action, don't get me wrong. Like, But, like, it would have been maybe a lot better served by being a lot more of a thoughtful movie. Maybe leave the mystery of what's going on hang for a little longer. Because I feel like they sort of let you slowly put it together for the first 20 to 30 minutes. And then immediately, like, it just all... They just pull the whole cloth off of everything and just lay it all bare for you. And you're like, oh, we still have, like, two hours of this movie, though. Like... It's no longer... I, I, uh, discover- I guess that's true. It's no longer... There's, um... Oh, go ahead. I was just gonna say, it's no longer, like, discovering, you know, the the fact that this world is a lie. It's now um, just a Michael Bay-like action movie with car chases and gunfights and things like that. So, helicopters.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, when it quickly... Maybe I shouldn't say descended, but when it quickly evolved into the the typical like action movie i was kind of like i kind of lost interest because like it was like okay now they're just going to be chasing people for like with actions like driving and flying and throwing punches and those guns like that's just like as soon as i realized that this movie was headed in a direction that would showcase that primarily for a long time i was like okay i just kind of lost interest a little bit because um, the most interesting thing is the institute uh should we should we yes. explain so I what, think, uh, yeah. yeah, let me... The concept that we're praising?
0: Yes. I, let me um, kind of go through some things I noticed. Because we don't... Yeah, when we first start introduced to this movie, we get like sort of this typical of the time, maybe. Like it was sort of this corny like intro scene of like, okay, you know, Ewan McGregor is on a yacht. It's like a dream sequence you can tell just from the way yeah. it's shot. Um, Ewan McGregor is on a yacht with Scarlett Johansson. And that was, like, one of the, actually, like, when I was first going into this movie, is like, Michael Bay's the, dir- like, you know, director or whatever, and I'm, like, eh. And then, yeah. uh, but then we got, like, our two leads, <laughs> Ewan McGregor and Scarlett Johansson, and I'm, like, well, both of those are, like, pretty good, you know, actors, so, like, uh, you know, I'll give it a chance. So that's why I went into this movie, I feel like, actually pretty neutral at the beginning. Um, yeah. I wasn't, like, trying to already find things to hate about it just because it's Michael Bay. Um, yes
1: I, I was the same way it was like i saw it was michael bay and i was like oh no because i'm not a fan But like well you know what? I'll, I'll give it a shot you know i'll i'll be i'll try to be kind and merciful i'll be i'll, I'll, I'll give him a go because it's been a long time since i ever saw a michael bay movie so i'm like maybe i am just unnecessarily biased against him so I'll, i gave it a shot and well yeah nothing's changed <laughs> so, <laughs> but, so but so you, know you were saying Owen
0: mcgregor is on a boat and so is carl johansson and they're like it's some dreamy like oh they're heading you know to some great place presumably and then all of a sudden like mcgregor gets knocked off a boat and like people are like dragging him down and he's like drowning and you know then he wakes up in his bed and it's like this very regimented seeming area like it's almost you're like is he in some sort of weird future prison like what's the situation here and he uh he like goes over to like he's like getting his scanned on his wrist for him like waking up and like his he's going to the bathroom and they're like analyzing uh his you know yeah as he's peeing to be like oh you have high sodium today like and i have to watch that um so then he like goes to his uh wardrobe and it like slides out and here's the thing what's funny is he's missing a shoe and he's like oh this is a big deal I don't know if they ever actually explain. Like, I don't think the missing shoe is actually ever important, which is kind of funny. Like no. I don't know why they made a deal of that.
1: Just thrown in there. Just I thrown think. in
0: there as a random thing that doesn't connect to anything. Whatever, it's fine. But like, he, what,
1: there's a lot of that in this movie. Yeah. What was funny to me though
0: was what immediately caught my eye, and I was like, I'm not sure if this is just bad filmmaking or just like in the service of profit or what it is. But like, all his shoes are you know Pumas. Like they're all branded, yeah. and I was like, "That's yeah. interesting." Like because like if this is like some weird dystopian future where like everything's controlled by like this central authority, like why would you still have these like branded items of like you know? Cola?
1: Puma is the only shoe company that has survived.
0: Yeah, it's like uh, <laughs> it's like Demolition Man where like Taco Bell win, like they win the fast food wars, and then every restaurant <laughs> becomes Taco Bell. Um,
1: so, or like in a like in a minority report or apparently the only car company you see is lexus yes lexus wins the cars and puma wins the shoes in the future i think both of these actually i think are mentioned to be in or right after the 2050s
0: no this movie takes place in 2019 is that what it said yes that is that there is a visible uh date at one point that says what that is extremely
1: that is extremely awkward it's
0: very ambitious this movie is made in 2005 so it takes place literally uh so 2019 so it's 14 years in the future oh and like Oof. this is a very ambitious future for 14 years like there's a lot of crazy stuff happening and not a lot of time
1: including apparently one of the highly prized sports cars are uh, Cadillacs now yes
0: <laughs> that that was funny but the um <laughs>
1: yeah I, lexus hadn't hadn't won the the car war yet so the, it's not 2015 yeah,
0: the branding really bothered me like i can't remember what their actual like suits are their suits all have like that brand i can't remember the name of the brand right now but they all have a logo on them that's like not the corporation that they're in it's like the the brand of clothing they're wearing they've got aquafina water everywhere they had, that's what it was yeah yeah they had uh there was another one too i think i wrote it down let's see um I, yeah, Aquafina. Oh yeah, Speedo. They have Speedos on a lot of their stuff. A lot of their clothing is Speedos. Mm. Um, it's just because you could say that's either smart or stupid, or like it's hard to tell with this movie. Because on one hand, if the like world that they're being told exists is the way it is, then it is weird to have all these things. But maybe it's like, oh, maybe those are all. If this was like a better movie, you could almost claim those are all hints. Like, why would <laughs> why would there all be this all this branded stuff? in this, Who's like, making all
1: this manufactured? Yeah, clothing, nice clothing and and outfits. If the whole world is because the what they're being told is the whole world is has been contaminated by a virus by something, or something, some sort of
0: pathogen, and like it's killed a lot of people, presumably. And then they, well, they weren't
1: wrong about uh, 2020 I guess, or 2019. I guess so.
0: They're <laughs> t- technically correct. Good job, Michael Bay. Uh, but, yeah, they uh, so there's this virus out there, and so it's, like, this is, like, the main survivor complex, I guess, except for the island, which is another place off somewhere else where, like, they're supposed to be, like, repopulating or whatever, and, but, you know, there's not enough room or something and so they have to like
1: which is a weird concept anyway it's a
0: weird concept because like why wouldn't you just build this complex on the islands like yeah. it's i don't understand but like it's a lie so it's fine and all the people are basically mm-hmm. children in the complex yes. so i mean they have like, a mentality of children yes um which, which is like hinted at you know there's like the first of all we see one of the quote-unquote survivors come in like they're like oh we found another survivor and you see he's like an idiot or a small child yeah. in his behavior. And so he's right. like, okay, maybe that's the effect of the pathogen is it makes you kind of like, I don't know, like destroys your IQ or something. I don't know. Oh, right. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Um, because somebody makes a comment like, man, did we all look that stupid when we were first brought in? Um, and then like, uh, <laughs> Oh man. Like just the silliness of some of this stuff is a little bit out there. Mm-hmm but yeah. like sean bean has golf clubs in his office like that's another thing like why would he have golf clubs is there a golf course somewhere in like it,
1: it, it, i guess just it, office perfect <clears throat> like just office stuff like, to have when the world was
0: collapsing he's like i gotta grab my golf bag too like to oh bring yeah to the medical facility where i'm gonna yeah. like and he's got a nice up.
1: picasso painting which is never explained mm-hmm. which is mentioned but never explained why it's there a good movie. A good movie. You can tell if you what you're watching is a really good movie because if everything or many things are very intentional, like yeah. even it's within a camera shot, that you the things you see in the background are intentional. Like that's a good movie. Well, yeah. <laughs> I actually a,
0: this movie did trick me a little bit at first because I assumed I didn't think that there was some global virus, but I I did think very early on like this is some you know they're being held here and it's not. You know what it seems like the, like there's probably still an outside world there's a hint of that with the lunch lady because like scarlett johansson's talking to her and is like oh i'm we missed you the other day like where were you and right. it's like "Wait, wh- yeah where would she go if this is the only like place left on earth like right. why would she be gone you know what i'm saying <laughs> what, yes like does she take a break um and go like I don't know to the island for a day and then come back like it's just very well. Strange. Apparently,
1: there's different sectors, right? Well, yes, like, that's how they explain. Well, so the, so they're the, told
0: that's that's how they explain where the staff live to the to the people who are there. So
1: the staff are in black, and everyone else are are in white.
0: Yeah, which is obviously a very clear separation there. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah, but like that's a hint that like obviously this facility isn't the only like it's not totally self contained. If like the lunch lady. You can tell, by the way, the supervisor is working that, like, okay, like, the one supervisor that um seems to be kind of friends with Lincoln is the name of Ewan, McG- right. Ewan McGregor's right. character. Um, he definitely seems like he's not.
1: The only one with kind of a heart.
0: Yeah. Because, <laughs>
1: honestly, like, if all these people working with clones. well, That's another problem I have there. with
0: this movie is I don't think it's possible. Unnecessary.
1: Unnecessary viciousness and like heartlessness. I don't, and, like, yeah, and I don't think bad guys.
0: Like they have the the thing about secrets. Do, so do you want to do you want to explain what the whole concept of why that these people are in here before we go any further? Yeah, yeah.
1: So I, I just mentioned uh, the clones thing. So th- they're told that they're surviving on the Earth, but the reality is that they're just clones of other people um, in the real world, which is totally fine. And that very rich people will pay millions of dollars, which I would honestly think could probably be more than millions, but millions of dollars to create a clone copy of themselves. So that way, when the person is dying and they need like a new liver, or a new heart, they just harvest that from their clone. And then the clone dies and that's that. Um, And so this basically the institute is this company, I forget what.
0: I don't remember what it's, the company's Ma- called either. It's like, yeah. it, it sounds
1: like America. I think it's like America or something. Merrick, <laughs> that's weird. maybe. Meric, Meric, that's what it was. I don't know if so that's supposed the, to be like okay. some
0: really clumsy social commentary on classism I, or something. Yeah, or what that is. I don't know.
1: But this c- private company, it's kind of interesting because like in um, Minority Report, there was also a company that was heading this new weird hybrid biological technical development. But anyways, in this movie, um, it's this company that is – Basically, profiting off of it makes people it makes clones of its for its clients, um, and then just harvests them. Of course, the clones they're they're made um, not they don't start from like a kid and grow old. They're cloned exactly exactly to be the age of the person currently, which is honestly kind of actually that might be a, I just thought of this right now that might be a flaw because if you want like a perfect organ, you think you'd create you you'd clone yourself in your perfect yeah like at
0: twenty five or thirty or but something. But
1: apparently, if you're like 45 and you get a clone your clone's also 45 but they're they're like in perfect health your clone is the thing like like they're highly that's why there's all this maintenance about their diet what they can eat what they can't eat um because they're paying very close attention to keep these people in perfect health so that way when their organs have to be harvested for their um real person in the real world um it's all going to be good um and and that's it so that's the interesting concept that is like okay like there's lots of ways you can go with this and And the suspension of
0: disbelief thing like here's the thing this movie because i'm I'm willing to hand wave away a little bit of like the because the first concept is if you can grow a whole new person can't you also just grow a new heart or something like that Mm. and i'm a little bit willing to hand wave that away like if that was the movie's only thing it needed me to accept that was unbelievable i'd be like okay like, sure, we'll do I'll accept this for the sake of having a movie. But okay, it then that like is a good point. it then yeah. just goes way further than that is the problem. If everything else my, in the movie was done perfect and that was the only thing that was a little off, like I would accept that concept.
1: You could also argue then that like, well, what if this person needs a new liver? Uh, but you know, ten years down the road they might also need a new this, this and this, and it's like, oh well, if you just had a person at the ready It would be easier i don't know that's still not a good argument but because you could just grow the other organs but uh which would be a lot cheaper too honestly because then you don't have to
0: like (laughs) you don't have to like feed them and like house them it's kind of the same thing as the matrix where it's like there's actually no reason that there's no way that like the using the people for energy would actually be more efficient than the amount of energy you need to expend on like the food and whatever to keep them alive like it doesn't work as a system like it doesn't actually make sense to do for an efficient reason like so like it's just that's the thing you have to accept for the movie to happen so but then
1: um one, one of the key things with the movie is that the 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 clients you know the real people in the real world they don't they're told that their clones are just like Dumb vegetables living in like sacks of water, like not intelligent, not, not, they're um, they're never, they never
0: gain consciousness. Yeah. They're just a persistent vegetative state.
1: And reality is that, um, they're actually people growing very limited, you know, they all have like a, they only last a few years and then they, um, um, get harvested. They have a mentality, they have a mentality of like a, like a, I don't know, what they say, a 15 year old or something, or just younger. And it, that is kind of weird because when the movie first starts off, the acting wasn't really spot on. Because it, it looked like they were all just being regular people. And then there was a point where all of a sudden, Ian McGregor was like, obviously, like, like his acting was different. I'm like, is he? Okay, it's, it's weird. And it's then like I realize he's trying to act like a kid.
0: Yeah, sometimes they remember to, like, have them act sort of childlike a little bit. And sometimes they just kind of seem to forget about that. Like, one yeah. scene that's really...
1: It wasn't smooth. <clears throat>
0: ...bugs me about is the first time Ewan McGregor kind of gets out, like, he sort of finds his way into the other part of the complex where they're doing surgery and he like you know gets out of the hole in the floor like some sort of you know silly they have a ladder
1: that leads right up to the middle of the hallway somehow for whatever
0: reason yeah and so he gets his he makes his way up there and he immediately thinks to grab a coat from the coat closet so he blends in and it's like if this guy's supposed to be like three years old but his mentality is obviously a little better than that because it's like he is like, has does have an adult brain because he was, you know, mm-hmm. cloned with one. But like, this guy's supposed to be kind of innocent, you'd think. Like, you know, there's a conversation earlier where it's like, he doesn't even know what God is, like, right. as a concept. Like, there's all sorts of things like that. And so it's like, I, I kind of like the scene where they learn the word dude. Like, that's like, it's a very brief comedic scene. It's a little silly, but yeah. it's like, you know, yeah. okay, it's a little fun.
1: Dude. D O O D.
0: Yeah, D O O D. Dude. Um, but the uh, – like, why would he think to, like, put on, you know, a disguise right away? Like, that's his first – He's impulse. learning. Yeah, I guess so. He's learning. But it's like he figured out how to open doors. Yeah.
1: You know, <laughs> it's just He's funny. basically a velociraptor. Yeah. even um, McGregor, the velociraptor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And so, of course, he finds out that there – oh, yeah. So another – I can't believe I forgot this. Another huge part of the movie is um, – well, how do you get away with – you know if people are being harvested, how do you get away with explaining that to the people who think that they're, the whole world has been contaminated? Well, they have this thing called the lottery um, where apparently a random selection every time where someone gets selected and they get to leave the containment place and go to the island to repopulate. Mm-hmm. And so it's always this prize thing that everyone wants. And technically everyone eventually gets it because everyone will need to be harvested at some time. What happens is when they, they think they're winning the lottery and going to the island – um but the reality is there it's the time has come for them to be harvested um yeah and so there's that whole thing and so then realizing that there is no um there is no island is huge um
0: and i feel like the way that i feel like the way that like the illusion is shattered a little bit so quickly for uin like i wish there was a little more lead up to that it's also funny that like he does all these and maybe it's because he's so innocent but again then why would he do the other stuff it's funny that, like, the doctor... So, Ewan McGregor has to go in for some sort of evaluation. And the doctor puts these creepy things in his eye. And he's like, we'll be able to see what you see for the next 24 hours. Like, you know, then we will can do some, like, psychoanalysis or whatever for some reason. And they never actually use mm-hmm. it for that purpose. But then, like, after they put these things in Ewan McGregor's eye... Like, Ewan McGregor just continues to do all this stuff that is, like, definitely not allowed by, like, the rules of the Yeah, place. it's because he's
1: not smart. In that case, it would be an appropriate ex- reflection of him being, like, you know, childlike. five or ten yeah. childlike.
0: But it's just, it's funny that, again, they can't make up their minds, kind of how old they are. Um, mm-hmm. But they, they escape because Ewan McGregor comes back because his, like, friend, Scarlett Johansson, has won the lottery. So she's going to leave, like, the next day or whatever to go to the island, allegedly. And he's like, the island's not real and we have to go or else, you know, they're just going to kill you. Because he witnesses, while he's up there, yeah, he witnesses um, a birth from a woman, like, as a surrogate mother. And then they kill oh, her. Oh, yeah. And then she... if,
1: you're, if you get pregnant... Then you can go to the island. But really, yeah. that's like someone struggling with infertility, and so they have their clone have a kid.
0: Yeah. Which is funny that here's the thing there's actual, there's, there's been actual cases of like people in persistent vegetative states having children that are perfectly healthy. And like some cases, it's that like someone gets pregnant and then they, you know has something terrible happen to them and they go brain dead um and then they're just kept alive you know on a life support system until the kid is born that's happened before but it's also happened in cases of uh basically like a you know a hospital and a staff member basically sexually assaults essentially a woman who's in you know this pvs and then she got pregnant and then had this child so like it's possible for that to happen without the person being you know Active. So that particular situation is silly that they would have to have the woman be, like, you know, alive. Because that's the argument. So, though, Sean Bean says something like, oh, if the organs don't take unless the donors have actually, like, experienced life, which, fine, I guess. Yeah. Like, there's a lot of stuff in this movie that, again, like, if you get me to accept the first thing. But then, thing after thing after thing compound it. The other yeah. thing that's funny that the holographic, so they're being kept in this massive compound underground. By the way, yeah, they explain it It's like, oh, that old like military bunker. No, this is the biggest underground facility that's ever existed in human history. <laughs> it's huge, yeah. and uh-huh. like the building, it, it, it's surrounded by like it basically is like a whole separate building. So it's not just like an underground facility; it's like a cavern. gigantic cavern that they then build a structure that has the same dimensions as the one that we you know see at the beginning of the movie and it's like this other three or is it
1: there's just two there's three
0: giant giant tube things that are basically all like skyscrapers around a central core and Mm -hmm. like oh they're so they're just massive they're like again they're like skyscrapers and they all have to that's be built. actually how
1: the military that's actually how the military makes their bases in 2019 oh you know? cool, we just yeah. don't know it, and
0: then abandons them for a private company to take <laughs> over um the uh and so this company takes you know they've there's holograms like the windows like they're just seeing holograms like outside but it's not mm-hmm. like the window itself is like just a screen. There's a giant wraparound hologram that wraps around all three of the buildings. So again, that's why it's like it's a giant cavern. It's not just like they hollowed right. out the structure underground. It's like, no, they hollowed out a gigantic cavern and then they built this giant structure underground and then wrapped it in this holographic projector yeah. to like make it look like they're, you know, in some location outside. So it's kind of funny. I also love the transition between the uh, holographic, the fa- the fantasy world with the facility, and then the the real world where they really are. They're supposed to be in Arizona, like out in the mm-hmm. middle of nowhere, and like it, it's just so clear that there's no connection between these places because like they like walk outside. And it's, like, they, like, come up through, like, an abandoned hatch of, like, an ICBM silo is what it looks like. And yeah, it's just it's so like the, obvious. There's, like, that, worn down
1: fences and...
0: Yeah, it's so obvious that clearly there's no way this place is underneath of there. Like, it doesn't make any sense at all. Because it's, like, is there another place, like, just over behind the hill there where, like, all the cars are parked because again, <laughs> all these people, all these black suits, of which there are hundreds, like their work—they're work, they're just people who work there every day. I'd even say
1: dozens. Yeah.
0: Like, so how, where do they, all those they people leave the facility. commute to? Because yeah, we know they leave the facility because he meets his uh, he meets his buddy outside in the little in the bar.
1: Which is another strange thing, is because then it would require every single employee. keep the secret that's the other problem Um, is it's that that the clones are real people living and being deceived
0: the secret would have gotten out like this thing's been going on for we know the one clone says he's seven so we know it's been going on for at least that long that they've been having like living human beings that are conscious as these Mm -hmm. clones to be donors Um, i think that clone isn't he the one who's supposed to be the like the president's clone like that he could get organs from just kind of whenever he needs them kind of thing so i thought that i thought that was the same person but i could be wrong and like so again the secret has to be kept for at least seven years that this is all happening and there's hundreds of people who have to be in on the secret so there's no way that you could keep this like a secret honestly like there's just simply no way to do it like a conspiracy like this of this scale like you could keep this a secret if there were like maybe twenty people total involved. Like and maybe that twenty yeah. people have to be like high level Very people. Evil. <laughs> high level people who are evil and also making a lot of money. But like mm. that tech guy, he doesn't seem to be doing so awesome. I mean, he's got like a house and a car, but he's not like clearly not super rich. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. it's like the amount of secrecy that this would require, like your average, like, middle-class worker, when you have hundreds of them, they're not going to, like, be able to keep this hush. Like, someone's going to let it out on accident, what's happening. Yeah. It's just not possible. At this rate. Mm-hmm. And also, the whole facility kind of seems like it's a secret. Like, that's the other thing. I feel like if you're... Like, if the hospital's trying to maintain, I feel like, really, it would be, like, they have a giant corporation building somewhere, and then, like, the building underneath of it is where all this sneaky stuff happens you wouldn't have like this weird place out in the desert because then it's like hey why do like hundreds of people commute to this spot in the middle of nowhere every day and like Mm -hmm. also like the guy we see like a very quick back-to-back scenes of the the head doctor who's played by sean bean like, he's giving, like, a meeting to, like, some shareholders or something. Like, a presentation. But then he's back in the facility. So, it's like, wait, was that meeting happening at the same place? Like, did they bring all their shareholders out to their sketchy place in the middle of the desert? And be like, yeah. yo, this is our abandoned nuclear silo. Like, welcome. You're right.
1: Yeah, you're right. And he, he was trying to show them, like, get them on board with what's going on. And, yeah, and then, like, when the, at the end, there's um, the main... Ian uh, McGregor, uh, he he's faking to be his his client yes. his real person and so they fly him in to get a rescan cuz they think they've taken care of the clone um they think they've gotten rid of him but the um, the clone ian is still alive so or ewan what's his name um it's link, ian, link right? lincoln oh that the actor
0: oh ewan mcgregor
1: ewan yeah ewan ewan okay ewan i haven't seen ian ewan. ewan shame on me um and they so they fly so at least the company thinks they're flying their client in to rescan him, and that apparently is in the same facility as everything else. So apparently, when they scan their clientele to make the clone, they do it at the facility too. But we never see where that building is.
0: Right. So, so they have to they have to bring all their clients out to the middle of the desert to to like yeah, yeah it's kind of silly. Um, Oh yeah, there's another, another, one of the other hints, there's a a line, and it's actually right before the whole thing is sort of brought out to you, because it's the tech guy goes in the room, and he's, he's like, you think all the money this place rakes in, like, they could afford some better equipment, and you're like, wait, money? In the disease-ridden future, where everything is dead? What do you mean money? And then, yeah. um... Some, then they like enough to afford Pumas. Then they open up like the, the artificial womb thing and they like pull out like a newborn adult basically. And mm. you're like, oh, okay, that's what's happening here. So mm. it yeah, all gets revealed yeah. at that moment. Like the full wool is gone. Cause at that point I was still thinking maybe again, like I still, I, I knew at that point I figured that like the real world is probably still existing in some form and the disease is probably a, at least partially a lie. And when they show, like, the new guy come in and he looks all silly because he's basically just, like, a newborn infant. Like, and they're mm. like, oh, that's what the disease does. I was like, ah, I bet they inject him with something to make him, like, forget about life before they bring him here. It, so I didn't really realize that it was, like, new people being born at that point yet. But, I, I mean, I knew that, like, this right. was it was all a lie, like, what was going on. Yeah. I, there was enough hints to realize, like, yeah, this is all very suspicious
1: very early on um it's funny in the, the the very beginning of the movie when like the camera like is zooming in and you, you kind of see so you see what the facility looks like from the perspective of the hologram so yeah. you, you know the first time you see it it does look like it's this facility in the middle of some place kind of tropical um and beautiful looking um according to the hologram but um so I, I remember seeing it. I'm like, ha-ha. I'm like, and then I saw it inside, and it's all white. I'm like, it looks like Camino. It's mm-hmm. just in the cloning facility. That's before I knew it actually was a cloning facility. <laughs> That's actually
0: kind of funny. Yeah.
1: I know. So,
0: Yeah. I also put out, why do you need a baby donor when you can just grow people from scratch? Yeah. Can they only grow adults from scratch? They can't grow an infant from scratch? Um, yeah. I love it when the helicopters... So then they hire... So John and... Our, sorry, Lincoln, Six, Echo, or something, and yeah. Jordan, whatever her name is. Uh, we'll just say Lincoln and Jordan, Scarlett Johansson and Ewan McGregor, they escape, and they're, like, running out. Black Widow and Obi-Wan. Yes, yeah, so Obi-Wan Kenobi and Black Widow escape. <laughs> um, that's a duo you that, don't want to mess with. That's, that. the, that's the Marvel-Star Wars crossover we need. And, Disney can do that now. <laughs> yep. You know, and um, they escape, and they're running away into the desert and then we get all these dumb shots cause so they hire, first of all, they say like, like the, the PMC, they hire some PMCs, some private military contractors to go hunt them down. Um, and say, uh, they, so they bring the guy in this, this dude who's like former GIGN French special forces or whatever. And Mm. you know, the French guy's like, Oh, why, uh, why are you, like, having me, like, you have the entire Department of Defense at your disposal? First of all, like, no, they wouldn't. Because the DoD actually doesn't know what's going on here. It's revealed. Right. Sean Bean says, like, oh, if they knew what was really happening, like, you know, this would be a problem. It's like, yeah, so why would the DoD help? Like, saying a line mm-hmm. like that, that you have, like, the high a whole DoD at your disposal, why do you need me? It's kind of silly because it's like, the, as far as the DoD knows, this is, like, some, like, domestic like theft they, yeah. they've reported it as like oh somebody's stolen two of our products two of our brain dead products mm-hmm. um so again it's just they will be like the police and or the fbi it would be like the maximum that you'd get but apparently the whole department of defense is willing to listen to this guy and uh so he gets these pmcs which he apparently trusts with a secret he tells them what's really going on because you know they're dirty mercenaries that can Mercenaries famously like tight-lipped people. I guess I don't know. I'm not sure. Yeah, maybe. Um, <laughs> I wouldn't know. Yeah.
1: Um, if I hire, if I hire one, I'll let you know.
0: Yeah. Right. Whenever the next time I'm uh, talking to my hit team that I have going out solving problems for me, I'll ask how <laughs> you know tight-lipped they are. Um,
1: oh yeah, we're pretty tight-lipped. Don't worry about it. You yeah. Don't worry. Oh, okay. Okay.
0: Yeah. They. So they, then, like, these guys are hunting them down. We get all these dumb shots of the helicopters. I really hate how they keep doing this, like, helicopter shot every time. It's a Michael Bay move. Yeah, it's like it's like we got to be reminded of the helicopters looking for them. So it's like, dun, 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 like, zooming in on these two <laughs> helicopters. And it's like, why are the helicopters flying in formation? They should be flying a search pattern. They should be flying next to each other. You have two helicopters. No, they should be... But they it's should not be, scary. Yeah, they should be, like... On opposite sides of the area to get the most effective search coverage, but no, we got to have them fly right okay. next to each other the whole time. <laughs>
1: and, and basically you have Ian, uh, Ewan McGregor and Scarlett Johansson, they're running through the desert. Uh, it's, remember, it's a flat desert, yeah. and there's helicopters looking for them. How quickly do you think it's going to take for them to be found running in completely white attire?
0: Yeah, yeah. especially since yeah, they're on foot and they're like, it's only been four hours since they've escaped apparently, so they... have They've only could have gone a few miles basically like it's not they're not going to yeah. get that far but they make it to the I'm just going to skip over the whole bar scene because yeah. it's stupid.
1: Oh you and he, he I like the fact he sees like a motorcycle drive by for the first time he's like I have no idea what that is but I want one yeah. like that's the man instinct kicking in right there Yeah.
0: <laughs> like the, the boy the boy boyishness combined with the male instincts I guess. We sort of realize yep. it's because of the stupid memory crossover thing that doesn't actually play an important role, but they just kind of bring it up for no reason. Um, yeah. How, like, his his guy, that his client, uh, he designs, like, motorcycles and yachts and things like that. Oh, and, that's why. And that's okay. why he was dreaming about the yacht and why...
1: I, which never really comes back. I mean, the what we see happening yeah, in his dream wasn't <clears throat> wasn't foreshadowing anything.
0: Well, except the ends cuz they sail away on the boat at the ends
1: C- kind of, but there's his dream he was being like murdered on the yeah. boat and I was like, "Ooh, is he maybe like seeing some future memory? Like is that maybe maybe it's foreshadowing?" No. Yep. <laughs> no. And then
0: like the memories never really seem to help him that much. Like I think it's just to explain like why he can drive a car that's like the only yeah. explanation but he doesn't remember enough to how stoplights work he just remembers how to actually yeah. like put the guard card gear and like drive but yeah so he meets up with his old mechanic buddy and the mechanic like feels bad enough i guess to help them out or whatever yeah. uh, buy some train tickets on the hover train because there's a hover train 14 years after the movie is made so that's yeah. nice. nice this is again the part of the movie where things have just fully gone off the rails it's no longer even a little bit interesting
1: see i thought that their portrayal of like a future city was like if if i thought i thought for whatever reason see i would i wouldn't even be surprised if somewhere in the movie they said like 2050 and then a sign said 2019 so that's actually possible it could have just been some (laughs)
0: like no one really knew what they were doing they were all just kind of throwing it together and somebody's like oh it's 2050 and the other guy's like no it's 2019 (laughs) and michael bay's like oh i thought this was like a contemporary movie i thought this was set this year
1: (laughs) no because if they have like you see later in the movie they have cool like flying craft but they still have helicopters so yeah the helicopters are Uh, just
0: totally normal helicopters and yeah (laughs) like then there's like a there's uh, there's a mix of like some of the cars are like just like what you'd expect to see on the road in 2005 and some of them are like futury ish cars
1: but they just look like they just look like future versions of like an early 2000s vehicle yeah (laughs) it looks like what
0: someone in 2005 would make if they wanted to make a car that looked futuristic that's yeah it's not like minority report where they're like incorporating new technology that they can do crazy stuff. It's just like a car that looks cool ish, I guess.
1: Yeah. <sighs> but like, I, I so I like the portrayal, of like the future city though. Like I thought it was a bit more realistic than what we saw if in my If it was set Report, in 2050
0: like, then yeah it would be pretty cool. 20, because 2019 it's because a little you, crazy that they would have all these yeah. like flying trains but yeah.
1: You had it yeah so basically you had all these trains that were basically running on t- like their uh, two like so looks like like um what do you call them like string rails very um,
0: thin rails that are just kind of suspended in air it seems like.
1: Like like a uh, like suspension like i can't think of the word like ropes or whatever and they're just kind of crisscrossing throughout the city i'm like okay so they're not like legit hovering but they are like it does kind of look futuristic and then the main thing that i appreciated was like you'd see you saw all the old buildings right like a a skyscraper city so which is a good point because you'd still have all those old buildings but then you had the newer buildings that were intermingled with the old buildings the new buildings definitely looked a bit like newer and well iconically different um and uh, I appreciated that. I'm like, you know, I could believe that because, like, the city still felt dirty and crowded. I mean, think about and, it. Like, um, there's,
0: a, the, you know, a lot of big buildings They stick around for a really long time. You know, yeah, Empire State yeah. Building. It's not like that went away. It's still there in New like, York. A like, lot,
1: a lot of times it's like the, you know, oh, here's the future city. And, like, every single skyscraper looks new and sleek. I'm like, I actually know that was, was a
0: side, side note here in The Expanse which is a really great tv show um we should maybe Mm -hmm. cover that sometime if we need something if we need a break from just terribleness if we get too many bad ones in a row again (laughs) the expanse is set like 300 years in the future i believe and uh there's some shots in new york and yeah they do the same thing where it's you see it's like all these cool future buildings but i love that you still see like uh the one world trade center you know the new one they built after 9-11 they rebuilt it like that building's mm-hmm. there like and you still see it so it's kind of cool to see like yeah the mix of like the old and the new next to each other mm-hmm. um so it's it's kind of neat to see stuff like that i like it when yeah it, it helps. i don't even know what was that
1: we haven't i don't even know if a skyscraper can last three, 300 years I, I mean, we haven't found it was, that out yet if it was,
0: yeah i guess that's true but i guess if it was maintained properly there's no reason why they couldn't you could be yeah. like yeah is it the same building they've probably replaced every part on it but if it was maintained properly. Yeah, right. We move,
1: sure. We'll talk about philosophy some other time. Pure, if we replace I mean, every part of the boat, is it the same boat? I mean, you've got,
0: like, <laughs> those ancient, like, cathedrals and basil- basilicas and things that have lasted hundreds and hundreds of years, so, like, if people are willing to take care of something, it'll last a long time, even if it's, like, older construction. So, you can still go yeah. into the Parthenon in Rome. It's the largest freestanding concrete dome in the world. It was built 2,000 years ago. So That's a good
1: point. That's a good point.
0: Yep. Or is it the Parthenon? I might have just misspoke. I'm not the greatest at naming all the ancient buildings. Um, it, yeah, I mean, I know the Colosseum, obviously, but there's the it's the one with the dome. It's literally a concrete dome, and it's safe enough for you to, like, go in there and, like, stand underneath of it and everything. And Isn't the
1: Parthenon, like, it might be in Greece. not a dome? That might be the like, one I thought Greece. the Parthenon was a building. Yeah, yeah, I
0: can't remember the one that's the dome, but basically there's a giant dome that you can stand underneath of Dope. in uh, Rome that... It, it's still there and it's 2000 years old so cool um very cool the future the future semi truck looks a lot like a tesla semi that kind of made me laugh a little bit yeah yeah just yeah. coincidental there
1: dude yeah so there's a, there's a chase scene um oh yeah and by the way just this whole movie is very just from the cinematography is so this really isn't a complaint i just don't have a taste for michael bay style but you could totally tell it's michael bay because there's the sat the camera lens saturation is super rich mm-hmm. and then there's like there's lens flares everywhere <laughs> yes. like the sun is always in your face and like shining and um it's like yeah okay so anyways that all that's happening and there, there's this chase scene on the highway um and they're they're uh, basically lincoln and jordan the protagonists the clones they're hiding on a semi truck as it's driving the truck you just mentioned and um, they start. It's, it's car- so apparently they have regular trains still. <laughs> There's also <laughs> regular
0: trains, yeah, because of the
1: because of the, the the transporting like uh train wheels. I noticed um, that, and, and my
0: only theory is maybe they're like those are the old ones from trains, retiring that are being them. like yeah, it's scrapped or something. That's yeah. My... So it's, it's it's explained away. Yeah, it's
1: like okay, whatever, because they looked old and scrapped. They didn't look new. They looked old and rusty, and so that's leaving the city, and then they start um. De-connecting, de-hitching them from the semi truck, so that way it's there. All these giant train re- wheels are like falling down the cars behind. Oh, yeah, them, a you know, lot of people should be the dead people pursuing them. There's a lot yeah. of people
0: who should be dead that aren't.
1: <laughs> and I just remember, I just remember seeing like, can you imagine being that truck driver and looking in your rearview mirror and seeing your load of like train and wheels smashing every car behind you? Yeah, he's obviously he's just blasting his music up there, not not aware of. Yeah. I can you imagine the gut drop you would have, like, oh my gosh, I didn't strap in. Yeah, looking, looking <laughs> in
0: your rearview mirror and just seeing, like, dozens of I've just killed. I've just
1: killed 12 people. Yeah. You know? I'm going to jail oh, forever. Yeah, like, oh man, that was intense. There's a lot of moments um,
0: of, like, stuff like that in the whole scene where they're being... The very, very long middle of this movie that is basically just them getting chased by the PMCs through various locations and action yeah. sequences it contains many unbelievable moments in terms of like (laughs) there's the so first of all they're like just the fact that so their buddy gets shot right away right as they're getting on the first train basically he just gets shot he like he's like yells at them to run because he realizes that this guy in front of him is probably like you know working for the company because he's got like an earpiece in and he knows that they're going to be looking for the these guys yeah he's like run and the guy pulls out a gun and shoots him in the middle of a train station full of other people that makes no sense (laughs) whatsoever (laughs) they're not again they're not law enforcement or anything and i get it so if they were actual criminals you could maybe argue it but they're not criminals either like you could be like maybe the you know Merrick or whatever um hired some like crime syndicate to take all these people out but no they're they're just pmcs and also like mm-hmm. think of the evidence this guy has to go off of he doesn't even know maybe the dude's just yelling, run like he doesn't yeah. know he's with the like clones at this point they don't know that they're together yeah. necessarily so yeah. like this dude just looks over the ba- balcony and yells run to the you know two clones that are like d- way down in the distance and then he just pulls out a handgun and shoots him in the middle of a crowded train station with tons of witnesses this man has done nothing to provoke him he's not armed he is not attacking him he's no there's no violent intention so again like there's no way you like you could say like they don't care about following the law that's fine but like again now there's going to be like a murder investigation happening here it's like somebody got murdered in the train station we need to figure out you know what i mean like Maybe the PMCs yeah. are good enough that, yeah, they can avoid getting caught, like, later on. But, like, this is, you know, weird that you do this. It doesn't make any sense. It's just, like, I guess they just wanted to write that character out of the movie. And that was, like, the laziest way they could do it was, like, we'll just Which have him Which he didn't get need to be
1: written out. He could have just... Because he was actually... He, wanted... he was, like, the one person that had a heart. <laughs> yeah. and <laughs> like, like, the one employee that was willing to befriend one of the clones. Or just,
0: like, have him dump him on the train and be, like, good luck like yeah and just have him leave yeah. that way but then you can't have a dumb action scene um well he
1: would have. he probably would have died because Ewan still had the um the little probes getting all his eye well, like, but again there's no
0: reason for them to kill him like it's it actually it yeah. actually hurts them to kill him because now there's that much extra scrutiny because again he's not a clone he's a real person so if he just suddenly gets killed there's gonna be like you know the government knows this guy exists Mm-hmm. All he has family yeah. and friends in the real world. There would be a murder investigation, whether they would find them or not. Like there would still be a big investigation, and that much more of a chance of getting caught. Yeah, they could have just tried to quietly, you know, pay him off, do whatever you need to do, like, and you know, get the clones back. But like to literally just straight up shoot him in the middle of a crowded train station. It's one of the dumbest moments. <laughs> I mean this movie is full of dumb moments, but that was one that stuck out to me like as just incredibly dumb. And then the other incredibly dumb thing is, first of all, so he gives them their credit card and so then it's reported as being stolen or whatever, right? And so then they use it and I love that the LAPD apparently has like the fastest response time to credit card theft in the world because because oh they like use, I can't even remember what they used the credit card for, but like 3 LAPD cars roll up and like I, yeah like they and i guess it, it was
1: like a payphone
0: yeah and it hell yeah payphone in 2019 or 20 <laughs> anyway 2019. the most unrealistic yeah. part of the movie um but they all the all the police roll up and they're like pointing guns at them and in fairness at that point i guess they're theoretically investigating the murder because you know they're using the credit card of a dead man who's been murdered so you could say that's part of it too but even still that's an incredibly quick response type of like lapd rolling up and arresting them and the clones don't necessarily know this, but like, it's probably better for them to get arrested by LAPD.
1: Yeah, because then they're gonna be like, "Oh shoot, you guys are clones! I didn't know you guys looked like this." We and didn't they know this have was to testify in a court. Yeah, exactly. So like, the... which I thought that I, I thought at that moment, the movie was going in that direction. Like, they were just trying to get arrested so that way they could um, be tried in a court of law. That would maybe be smarter.
0: Like, if Michael Bay didn't direct this movie, maybe they could have gone <laughs> in that direction. But
1: this movie is just full of things that, like. There's not a lot of good motivation behind characters. There's not a lot of development at all. Yeah, because... Um, th- th- things just happened. Like, it's like, you know, the, the typical, like, story, like, you know, they're not bad, like, plot moves, like, you know, th- th- but then this guy has a change of heart, and then it's like, this guy sees this, so he does this action that's a little extreme, but this is why, like, you know, all these things happen that might be expected in a movie, plot-wise, but, like, they just kind of happen super abruptly with Michael Bay and they're not really, they don't there's no development. Foreshadow there's no build that much or they, they're not foreshadowed. They'll, they'll like
0: give it a one scene, two minutes before it happens that introduces the concept, because that's as far in advance as Michael Bay can think. And then like, then it'll happen. It's just, yeah, it's not great. Um, and then the PMCs attack the LAPD, which is again, one of the most unbelievable parts of this movie is like, do you know how much of a, just crap storm that would cause yeah if you like armored shooting, but... men in like trucks and helicopters start attacking downtown LA. In, yeah. In LA in the middle of the city, like attack LAPD officers and like kill several of them clearly kill several of them. Also, that's the first moment in the movie in which uh, the clones should have definitely died because their opening move in the attack is to ram the car carrying the clones and the car basically just explodes yeah everyone in that in half or something. everyone in that car should be dead like yeah. but they're fine they're totally fine
1: then they but yeah like there, there's several super aggressive moves the the uh, what are the pmc's
0: pmc yeah the private military contractors yeah. there's the,
1: the several very aggressive moves they did I'm like okay i guess they're bringing trying to bring them in dead or alive which i guess they kind of were yeah because you see later that they're willing to kill them, yeah. The the, the clones. So I guess they were just trying to kill them.
0: You could have made it where it was more dystopian and like had the LAPD be like you know controlled by corporate interests or whatever. But that's not the case because the world outside isn't actually all that dystopian. It's just this like secret thing being run by this corporation. Because again, the PMCs literally have to attack the LAPD convoy carrying the prisoners in order to get them back. Like they're not willing to hand them over or something. Like, this is, mm-hmm. like, again, the only way Michael Bay knows how to solve a problem is with was, like, a violent action scene. There can't be, like, a scene where they're, like, bribing the police, like, yeah, hey, what if we, uh, you know, took these back or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, it has to just be violence with shooting and ramming cars into things and explosions and helicopter crashes and they literally fall off a building at one point and survive uh-huh.
1: Yeah, see, there's like pretty early on in this movie, I just realized like I'm just not going to take notes as I watch this. Like, I didn't really write anything down from this because I just know there's this is going to be thing after thing after thing that's going to be like, okay, okay, yeah, okay. Because um, there's not, I'm like, there's not going to be a lot of like super intelligent things I'm going to be able to, like, genuinely artistic, cool things in this movie and there's gonna be lots of things that aren't explained so i was like okay well it's an action movie so i'm just gonna sit back and sigh yeah (laughs) Uh, because like yeah they fell off a building and they got caught in a net um poor net i'm just kidding um they got caught in like this weird net thing and they lived and they got in a car that was torn in half and it's like oh okay and um you know stuff like that happens yeah it's like well what 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 are you gonna do michael bay okay moving on
0: (laughs) there's lots of just nitpicks like that there's the when they bring the female jordan replicant in i'm saying i'm mixing words now but they bring the clone they bring scarlett johansson in to like you know Mm. uh you know re they're gonna use her because her donor like needs some organs right away or whatever that's why she won the lottery you know that prompted the escape to happen um but like they bring her in you know to bring her into the operation after they've recaptured her and she's been hiding a gun on her this entire time. It is then revealed. And well, I
1: would believe that because no one would expect a clone to be smart enough I to have feel a weapon. Like that's the most and basic probably,
0: thing, though. Like just to check them, like that they. I don't would, know.
1: I I, th- I really think it's because they weren't ex- they weren't expecting that at all, and they're supposed to be a dumb clone, and they're just trying to get like maybe if they're harvest the, her as quickly maybe as possible. They're
0: underestimating them that much, but it, to me, it just feels. Well, here's the thing, though. Immediately before that. Lincoln, the real Lincoln, is pointing a gun at the clone Lincoln, but the clone Lincoln is able to convince the mercenary, right, that right, it's the, right, That's the clone, the one with the gun.
1: See again, that's another cool concept. Is like okay, they're trying to capture, and then all of a sudden the the PC, PMC's, they don't. Um, like how do you tell who's the clone and who's not the clone like that's actually an interesting and, issue yeah you and, know, and like,
0: mcgregor slips his little bracelet from the facility onto the real guy so that way he thinks oh it's that one but that just that would again just prove that the clones could use a gun and so i feel like then when they capture scarlett johansson later that you know searching yeah, someone for weapons when you're taking them prisoner is like i don't care who they are like that's like probably like the most basic thing you could possibly do and yeah. Scarlett Johansson manages to have a gun on her the whole way in. And here's the thing at first, because like around that scene, we see the conversation with uh, Du Bois or whatever the French guy is. He has yeah. a conversation that makes it seem like maybe he's questioning his loyalty a little bit. And then we have when we have that scene happen, I think basically around the same time, it's like, oh, maybe, maybe we've just found out somehow he's working with them, which would be silly. Um, that he'd have a change of heart after murdering all these LAPD officers and yep. like stuff like that, mm-hmm. but like that yeah. was
1: another change of heart scene where it's like, "Okay, I can see what he's doing. Like, it's it's we we, we kind of want to like him. He does the right thing, but he but, did like, all the, the wrong things. Up to yeah, it was like yeah. that does not it doesn't add up. That character should not have done that, but it's cool that he did. <laughs> I guess so. Um, yeah. The writing was not good for that, but that was actually what, what, what some of my. That's, like, the only thing I wrote down from this movie. The, he had some lines in there that I thought were actually really appropriate and, like, well-placed. And, like, like being in the audience, like, I felt it. It was like, ooh, you got him. Um, I enjoyed some of those lines he shared. Mm-hmm. Um, that was about it. Yeah. <laughs> That's, like, the only really cool part of the movie for me. For me, I think it's
0: just a couple parts right at the beginning are fine. Um, but, again, then as soon as – the illusion is being shattered. Is like, yeah, is this is bad, like,
1: yeah, I, I liked it. I, I really did like at the end of the movie. How eventually the illusion is shattered and all the all the captives, so to speak, get set free. Um, that was cool. I like that. Um, I mean, it's nice that the good guys win. The, the villain. Yeah, the like, villain got a. I mean, he was a the villain. Sean Bain was a. Honestly, like most of the villains in this movie were just unbelievably like just vile. Like, okay, who is like that? Like no one, like maybe one, maybe Hitler. You know what I mean. I mean, I could believe um,
0: one guy as being like so evil, but like, oh yeah, the, him pointlessly killing people is the part I couldn't believe. Where like he starts like injecting random, you know, people to kill yeah. them. Like in the, yeah, like so that takes the idea that this dude could be running this institute to like harvest organs, but it's being done in a very clinical way. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, they're killing people, but it's all kind of like under control. Like that, I could believe that. Like, yeah, he could be that evil, sure. But then to have him like personally be like injecting clones to kill them, like as he's questioning them and realizing yeah. that like they're, you know, his control is slipping. Like that borders into like cartoon evil, like you know. Yeah. Bait, Darth but he baiter.
1: does, he does get a good death. <laughs> Spoiler, um, yes. at the end, um, and uh, I always, I don't know. There's always there's something that's nice about. a a terrible villain that gets a gruesome death is always just like, but like it's done. Not just in like a, like, ah, he gets shot multiple times, but it's like, wow, that was a pretty gruesome death. And you know, well, he was pretty evil. So like, no, you never want anyone to die. No one should die. But it's like, that was kind of satisfying. Like he deserved that probably. Um, I do find it interesting. So Sean Bean gets this thing shot through his neck at the end, which is like the, I, again, another super vicious thing about this movie is that the way they the guards have these guns that shoot these huge hooks <laughs> into the clone if they try running away yeah. like fr- from the surgery or whatever that harvests them they don't just like you know tase them or whatever they just like shoot these vicious hooks that, pull, that like clearly goes way into them that could you know um, sever really an artery the or something yeah sever the artery yeah but they shoot him, and then they pull them they reel them back to their surgery it's room just but by these hooks for the
0: dramatic scene of watching the guy like get dragged down the hallway yeah. like yeah. back to yeah. the, the actor room. he's got
1: a great face for it too because he's the guy from the green mile the big giant if for anyone who's seen that movie um have you seen that movie uh no i have not the green mile it's a good one with with um tom hanks but anyways um He's got a good face that, like, you just he's like this big guy, but you totally sympathize with him. He's got a good crying face, and so they, they used him for that scene. I was like, okay, um but um so, like, Sean being gets shot with one of these through the neck. Okay, so, like, no, dead. Yes, <laughs> well, then Ewan proceeds to try to choke him as well. It's <laughs> like after he's been mm-hmm. his neck has been shot through, he tries choking him. It's like, okay. You probably I mean maybe he's got the kid mentality so he didn't have to do that. Doesn't and understand he up, like, that shooting people through so he, the neck kills them. He ends up them. hanging. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So he's hanging. Sean Bean's hanging from this bridge being shot through the neck and he's still somehow struggling to live and breathe. <laughs> it's like, okay. Well, that was the gruesome death that like, you know, I appreciated, but it still it's like after i shoot you through the neck. I'm going to try to choke you and then I'm going to throw you off a bridge and hang you. <laughs> it's like, okay. I get the point. <laughs> And then
0: um, we're going to go back to where your body's buried. And we're going to dig it up and we're going to run it over with a tank and set it on fire. Like, And
1: then we're going to choke you again. No. Yeah. We're g-
0: then we're going to clone you. And then we're going to oh kill your clone. Oh, wow.
1: That would have been a nice surprise, actually. Sean Bean having a clone. Oh, and
0: then the clone kills him or something. Yeah. That, that well, like, might have like, been a he... little too... Yeah. I know what you're saying, though. Yeah. That is funny that Sean but... Bean wouldn't have a clone because I feel like he totally would because he's like, you know... Yeah, But, like, I guess... The fact that Sean Bean works with the clones, and then there'd be like a clone uh, of him. Yeah. I would
1: think he'd be like a private clone that's actually cloned to be like smart, and um, mm-hmm. you know, it's it's private in his own private area. But whatever. So, How, oh, that the would movie, that uh, would actually be
0: really funny. Is if the movie was like a multi-layer of illusion, where it's like there's the clones in the facility, and then all the people that work in the facility were also clones, but they didn't know. Oh, and then there was like gosh. another group above them or something. Just keeps going. Keeps peeling yeah. back
1: the layers. Uh, sequel after sequel after sequel. Turns out all the people that thought they were clones were actually the real people. And all the real people are actually the clones. Oh
0: no. And the clones are, that's that's yeah, revealed like, oh, you guys tried to use us for organ donors or whatever. And so we took over. And then we made all of yeah. you become. Yeah, that's uh, what it is. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and then
1: you can have the Clone Wars.
0: So, uh, final recommendation: No, don't. No, don't watch this movie. Not even cool
1: concepts. Yes. Bad movie.
0: Exactly. Like, if this movie was in any way better, maybe. But like, it's the problem is it's not even it's not even dominant enjoyable way. Like, that's I guess my biggest problem with it is like
1: my biggest was the uh, yeah this, the, the the act the act the dialogue was not. Like, you could tell Scarlett Johansson was acting well, but it just was not working for this movie. You could tell Scarlett the, the, the Johansson screenplay. almost seemed
0: like they were telling her to be worse. That's yeah, not, I don't know. I almost feel like... I mean, she did a, she did some decent jobs, but I almost feel like they were telling her... I feel like Michael Bay, like, has this... I, Michael Bay does not have good female characters. The, there's yeah. the really weird sexual scene, too, between Ewan McGregor and Scarlett Johansson... And I'm like, this feels like Michael Bay does some weird stuff with uh, relationships in his movie. You kind of worry a little bit about him. He's uh, like, there's this one in Transformers where they like the dude's dating the underage girl and they make a point of having him explain that it's okay for him to date an underage girl. And you're like, "Uh, hey, how hard would it have been to, you know, just make her like 18 in the script? You know, you could have just done that too. That, you know, that would have been easier. like but instead we have to have a whole scene in which the character explains that it's all right for him to date a 17 year old it's pretty weird man it's pretty weird (laughs) yeah so and then they Uh, they make a specific point in this movie of like they don't know what sex is and then you know they they discover it and it's like okay this is strange that like you had to have this scene in here too it feels very whatever
1: course. yeah yeah so strangeness in this movie yes poor screenplay and dialogue 10 out of 10 <laughs> yeah it's maybe 8 out of 10 i don't know just give and then the
0: big old thumbs down that's what i'll give it so all right the uh the island
1: the island is land he is land